Okay, we're in business. So what are you saying about burner phones? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a two-month gap from the podcast. Straight away, burner phones. I was going to promise the listeners, actually, that there'll be no tittle-tattle on this episode. <laughs> because, um, well, if they had listened to the previous episode, they would realize that we were definitely um, on the downhill after all our numerous games and our lack of news. But can't we put that down to the, the Christmas spirit being alive in us? <laughs> yeah, and also I'm going to blame COVID anyway, why not? Yeah, you can blame COVID for anything, right? So you're saying about the burner phones? <laughs> can't even remember how we got onto burner phones. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Oh, it's because you, you buy switches from Hong Kong, right? <laughs> not that you're a serial buyer. It's because I bought, because I bought my switch that I've since sold from Hong Kong. Um, I think it was just one of those things where it, it seemed like a legitimate site, but then when I looked on the shipping bill, it said shipped from Hong Kong, and there were a few telltale signs that it was not a genuine UK switch. Did you did you mention it to the to the buyer? No, because everything. <laughs> the thing is, okay, this is relevant gamer talk now. Yeah, everything these days is region free. Everything. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But anyway, on to burner phones. So, <laughs> yeah, if the listeners, if you don't know what a burner phone is, it's a cheap phone that you get, like, let's say you find an, an old Nokia 3210 or something. And if you get busted by the police, you can just throw it into a hedge or something and not give a shit. It, you know, you can, like, inverted commas, burn it, and it doesn't matter. Right. So if you see someone with a really shitty phone, then make, they could be drug dealing. Make a citizen's arrest. <laughs> It's that time again, listeners, and it's another episode of I Don't Have Time to Game Anymore. We are your hosts. I'm David Fundalski, and I'm joined, as always, by the vaccine distributor, that New Year contributor, and in an emergency, that expert defibrillator. It's <laughs> Jay Francis George. Right, Jay? Woof, woof, pod dogs. Do you think you could use a defibrillator? <laughs> Defibrillator. I can't even say it. Defibr can I have a defib? Can I have a? You've run into like <laughs> defib. I can't even say it. Defibrillator. That's the point, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure you could say that in emergency, could you? Right, like how they simplified nine 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 on the electric shock machine. <laughs> electric shock machine. You're like, like <laughs> what? That's what it does, isn't it? Yeah, it is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. it does, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. It's the thing you you know you you will see on the, the shocker. The TV. They should call it the, the shocker. shocker. The shocker. God, the person shocker. Yeah. shocker. Give me the shocker. But the person who's like, you know, in need of it, it's not exactly the best sounding tool for the job, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need the shocker. Yeah, instead of doing surgery, I need that big rusty pointy knife or something, you know. Give me that. <laughs> give me that <laughs> knife. Give me the shit scalpel with a blunt edge. <laughs> okay, well, that's, we, we digress. We digress. Um, it, yep. It's been a while. Uh, I think we, we almost skipped a month. I think we did have an excuse thrown in on our Twitter account, right, Jay? Didn't you put something up? Yeah, I lost my MacBook or it got sent yeah. away for repair. Or COVID. Yeah, in listener land, it's actually only about a month, but we recorded, I think, about two months ago. That's right. That's right. I'll cut that out. No one needs to know that. I don't know why I said that. But... <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Just another few seconds of drivel. <laughs> we, we somehow, against all odds, even with our best intentions, <laughs> managed to up the drivel. Even when we specifically say, oh, we're going to be We've really driveled for seven minutes now. <laughs> Already. And it's, we haven't even got to the first story. <laughs> 
Okay, come on. So let's get, let's focus. Let's focus. Uh, let's sorry. focus. I remember you say, yeah, you, <laughs> you've mentioned that you've played a, a newish sort of demo recently. Is that the Resident Evil demo? Yes. Going into news, I just yes. to, you know, I, I've thrown off my I don't have time to game anymore badge, and yeah. since the PS5, I've been trying to turn my life around <laughs> and play as many games as humanly well, yeah, possible. Whenever I chat to you nowadays, you're on a roll. Yeah, I know. Well, we did talk about maybe talking about them, but at the same time we agreed it's kind of boring. But but I think the listeners probably will want to hear impressions of the Resident Evil The Village demo, which at the moment is exclusively on PS5, the yeah. demo. Is it based in Wales? <laughs> is The Village um, in Wales? Or no? <laughs> the Village. <laughs> yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> There's no scope. <laughs> he made it in a day. Yeah, right. The big villains are um, fanway. <laughs> I don't know. My fanway. <laughs> Have you seen my fanway? <laughs> <laughs> Just the toothless man in the doorway. <laughs> oh, I be I be Leon Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I killed Leon. I did. <laughs> and I replaced him with me. Where's Where's Claire? <laughs> I'm gonna kill her too. Blair, Blair, my Claire. Blair, my Claire. Over there, over there. Oh, she's over there. She? And you get the fight. You get the um, the flamethrower. Uh, <laughs> flamethrower. Flamethrower, Claire. For anyone who's not based in the UK, we're doing a Welsh dialect there. Yeah. yeah. Which is a, a country within the UK. Yeah. Right, right. Right, you've played the demo. I, I haven't played it myself. I've seen a few little gameplay videos. Um, from, from what I can see from just me watching a few things, it looks like, it's, is it back in some sort of mansion again? I know it says the village, but what I saw from the demo was like in this like really plush, almost like royal mansion. Yeah. Well, I think for a while, I think starting on the last game, Resident Evil 7, they were trying to get back to, inverted commas, their roots, their um, survival horror roots. And um, it definitely feels like that. The best way I can describe it is the demo is basically in a mansion. Yeah. And the mansion almost looks like, do you remember the first Resident Evil yeah. when all the backgrounds were, were pre-rendered? Right. It feels like they've sort of finally come full circle and the mansion that you look at looks like you dreamed that the first one would look. Right. But obviously it's real-time rendered and you know you can look around. So f from that perspective on a technical level it was amazing runs at 60 frames a second as wow. well so really really smooth and um yeah pretty scary also the, the movements really they, they sort of force you to move pretty slow so you go almost at a walking is it first pace. person like res 7 or yeah it's first person yeah okay. yeah exactly I, I think it's supposed to be almost um a continuation of res 7 but them trying to get back to because it's even the same character i can't remember his name no but you play the same character and um I'm really hopeful, especially considering it's out like in a couple of months in, in May. Well, I did notice um, it's actually released on my birthday, May 7th. Actually, I should have told that bit Is of information it? because nice. yeah. um, you'll be inundated with gifts now from the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, bowls <laughs> of bowls of fruit. I'm open for yeah. Red, send me a res, send me the Res Seven game. Um, there was a lot of talk on the internet about this tall vampire woman or something like she's massive. Uh, well, is that the main woman? Big Sun Hat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like yeah, Big Sun woman. Hat. I think she's like the main the main villain. And how was the combat? Well, so the demo is supposed to be um inverted commas visual presentation demo. Okay. 
almost all of it is like puzzle solving. Yeah. And in the same way, it feels very much like the first Resident Evil where you're sort of like looking behind statues, finding right. gems and then putting them in, in other statues and, and things like that. Um, it did feel, yeah, it, it felt like the first Resident Evil, as you maybe imagined it, you know, like fully uh, realized. Because this has been like a long evolution now with um, Resident Evil 7 as well. They reimagined themselves with, with reinvented the, the series with, with Res 7 going to first person. And then a lot of people, I'm still tempted to play Res 7 because I know it's on Game Pass right now. Yeah, it's on PS Plus as well. Yeah, mm. it sounds like from your description, it's definitely a game we're going to keep an eye on and could, could be tempted with, but, you know, depending on, on the final reviews of, of the game. Yeah, especially since it's so close. Well, may may come around quick. Um, so that's what you've been playing. I've been playing not a lot, not as much as you, Jay. I've still been on my quest mm. with Doom Eternal. And I'll have to say, you know, I've mentioned Doom Eternal before, but I just wanted to give a shout out to this particular weapon that I just unlocked on the game. And it just reminded me of how a lot of the games nowadays are like, you know, they're very good at doing a lot of serious weapons and true-to-life weapons like your Call of Duties. But there's this one weapon in Doom Eternal. It's like a shotgun and it's a hook shot as well. So Yeah, that's what they mentioned in yeah, IGN. They said that was like the best so weapon in the game. So satisfying. Like, and you don't hook shot people to come to you. You catapult towards them with your shotgun and then you just pop them. It, it is so fun. Nice. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun just, you know, running around, gunning and, you know, experimenting with the different weapons. I mean, what a game. You know, that's one I can't get enough of at the moment. It reminded me of, like, um, like I said, about different weapons. I remember Turok had a really fun weapon. where It was, it was like the cerebral something. And it was like this little thing that would follow Cerebral ball, wasn't it? Cerebral something. Yeah. Ball. Cerebral ball. Yeah. It would lock onto them and it would, like, I think it would like bury into their brain and then just, it was like a grenade and it would just explode their head. Very fun. Yeah. I feel like that's the, um, that's the sign of a really good shooter is when the, each individual weapon is distinctive. So you pick it up for a reason. We always say about Halo. That's, <laughs> we no, can't go a podcast without no, mentioning Halo. But, um, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Like when you pick something up in Halo, you pick a weapon up for a very specific reason because you want you know maybe a, a medium scoped right. weapon uh, and you know you know straight away when you pick that up all the disadvantages that come with that well that that's the beauty with doom eternal because i go into like a firefight and it's basically like a big room and you have to like there's all different enemies in that room and you basically got to clear out the room and depending on the enemies that i'm fighting i'll switch from you know to the rocket launcher to the sniper to the shotgun to the plasma gun um and i'm just constantly switching between weapons depending on the situation and yeah if you know if anyone hasn't played doom eternal it's on game pass at the moment and i would definitely recommend giving it a go i think as soon as you start it you start going ah you know it's it's easy really easy to pick up and there's there's lots of levels to it lots of levels like an onion um good little segue here dave yeah talking of game pass did you see that they raised the price and then reversed well you know this is great because that is the first thing i wanted to talk about on this show as jay mentioned they, I think it was about only a few days ago, very, very recent, they announced that they would be increasing. So I think they were increasing their fees to um, adding a dollar on for the one month membership, uh, like $5 for the three months membership, and I think like 20 bucks for the six month. So if you wanted to do a year of, this isn't, Is that it? this isn't Game Pass, this is Xbox Live Gold. So it'd go from, say six months would yeah. go from $40 to sixty dollars 
But over the year, that means it goes from $80 to $120. $120. And I think it just came, you know, I think it's the wrong, it's, it's a difficult time to be like, you know, with, with the pandemic to be like asking for more money with stuff like this. Because I feel like gaming is probably one of the ones that is one of the industries that has probably done quite well with the pandemic, with people being home yeah, and just buying games and whatever. And just, <laughs> it's a bit greedy, but they fucked up, right? It you is. Know, they fucked up. They fucked up. They like, they, they, they well, met, you know. Yeah. And they admitted that. I think they literally said that they messed up. I kind of like their statement. I think they, they know what they're doing because they just, I like the fact that there's no marketing bullshit. They just said we messed up and they just said they're reversing it. Mm. They just said we messed up today. You were right to let us know. And they actually um, changed something. What did they change? They changed the fact that it's the free to play. Right. Which is big because remember, Halo Infinite multiplayer is going to be free to play. Mm. So interesting. And other games like Rocket League. That's a good pull. I, I can't remember what the. I think it might be the same deal with PS. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm not sure. You know, they 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 messed it up. I mean, when they were getting the backlash from the community, they they just had to backtrack on the the price increase. I mean, it is a bit. It it just reeked of a bit of money grabbing. But I read that um, there was a thought piece on it, and they said that um, it was almost Microsoft's way of highlighting what they perceived the value of game pass was right they're pushing people right right it was almost trying to highlight it right but they fucked up right bill gates probably had to come down the alarms are going off at microsoft i do think it's um <laughs> I, I do think at, at the moment it is like uh <laughs> i love how you bring bill gates <laughs> no, it's true. Um, you know the alarms are going off and then he he gets he gets a little buzz on his on his little watch he's like oh, emergency meeting he's off oh, for fuck's sake i leave for five minutes and he fucked it up <laughs> He comes in. What the fuck have you done now, Larry? Ruining my legacy, Larry. Of course you don't increase prices. If I had increased Windows ninety eight from Windows ninety five, you think I'd be here today? <laughs> no, fuck off! I'm saving the world for developing vaccines. Yeah, and Larry, and who's the other guy? Larry's just the figurehead. Well, I, I'm doing a disservice. I don't properly know what he does apart from announce games. But who's the I, I don't Phil really Spencer? Know. I don't know. Yeah, they were there. Oh, what should we do, Bill? What should we do? Fucking reverse it. Tell the community <laughs> you messed up today. Smashes a few windows just because he owns it. Just a few windows. See what he did there. <laughs> yeah, that's good, right? <laughs> symbolic. <laughs> symbolic. Or you going to say you had, you did have an opinion before I jumped in with my Bill Gates <laughs> description. Oh, I was just going to say that I feel like um, I feel like Game Pass is Microsoft's big thing at the moment. I mean, partly because they've got no first-party games to show off. But um, do you know what I mean? Like, if you were going, yeah. I mean, we've said this before. If you were going to get an Xbox, it would probably be largely based on the fact that it's Game Pass. Yeah, right. Well, that's not. Yeah. I mean, they have announced a lot of um, exclusive games coming out. I, don't, you know, who knows when? I mean. But there is a there is that list. <laughs> exactly, that's the that's the problem. That is the uh, the stipulation. Yeah, no one knows like, when. It feels like the office. Like, oh, you got loads of games coming out. Yep, yep. <laughs> They're coming out soon, soon. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Next year. Next year. All right. Well, that's good. Then. That's good news, though, for gamers, right? They reversed the decision. We're paying exactly the same. Let's move on, and I'll give you a clue what the next story is about. Da, 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 da. Junior, Junior, pass me my controller. Junior, they're bringing out a new game. 
Uh, yeah, so this is the news that um, we're going to have soul, a new... Sean Connery. And I say a new Indiana Jones game. What, uh, uh, you know, what has been the old Indiana Jones games? I, I'm, I'm not too sure. The only one I remember is the old uh, LucasArts one. That's the only one I remember. I don't even remember. No, that there one, was... Um, Did you have it? I can't imagine it being very good. I remember it being in the same sort of genre as... Uh, a little bit like Monkey Island. I think you, you needed to... It was like a point and click. Oh, well, I think I, that was the first mistake anyway. I would shit, thought it would have but... been, yeah, I would have thought they would have gone down the Tomb Raider. Yeah, but this um, is back in the 90s, though. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Bethesda, you know, the Wolfenstein team, apparently they've got them working on a new Indiana Jones game. There was a little trailer. I don't know if you saw it. It didn't really give much away. It was just basically a bit, a, a slight rift on the. On the someone lifting, it's just lifting his hat, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he saw a whip, uh, taking his whip off the table. You know, are we excited for an Indiana Jones game? I guess for people of our age, I think, um, you know, at least, like, I feel like for the new generation. I think it always comes down to the developer making it. Well, Bethesda. In that case, then, yeah, I, I am excited. Yeah, well, they made the Wolfenstein games, which got high praise. And they have another, I mean, this is part of, I guess, I'm not sure what the deal is going to be. Is it going to be exclusive to Xbox? Because remember, Bethesda was bought out by Xbox, or their, their parent company. So what type of game does Indiana Jones suit? I can't imagine it being a first-person game. It would have to be a third-person. I read somewhere that it's not going to be a conventional. Yeah. So I don't think it will be first-person uh, or even maybe third-person. I don't know. I don't think it'll be what you expect. A puzzle game. Also, also, if they were going to you know, go what you think they would go for, then that's been done to death anyway by Tomb Raider and Uncharted. Right, right. So I think there will be a mistake. Well, well, hopefully they'll bring something to our table that they'll we'll want to feast on. Hopefully. In other news, similar sort of vein, EA's exclusivity deal with Star Wars has ended. Star Wars? Star Wars. It's been about eight years that this deal has been with EA and they've brought out... I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. A mixed bag of games from... Remember the Battlefront games? They were like... Um, not that I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't play them, but the the multiplayer. Yeah, games, I think like, they always, um, they always scored like an eight out of ten. That yeah, sort of right. Area, wasn't it? Jedi Fallen Order was their newest one that got high praise that me, me and Jay are looking to 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 really get into soon. Um, but apparently, yeah, so their their deals ended, and that's opened the the floodgates to other companies. Ubisoft has already announced that they will be making um a game. So Ubisoft, um. Um, they're leading a team who made The Division and they're trying to make some sort of open world Star Wars game. Mm. I mean, if they could capture the essence of like the Knights of the Old Republic, but maybe with a little less of the, you know, a lot of people would love the RPG elements, but. Well, I don't know if you were going to mention, Dave, but talking of Knights of the Old Republic, right. I think I saw only today. Did you see this? No, about the Knights. They're looking to remake the Knights of the Old Republic, but um, I, it was something like that. It was maybe a different developer, but it cropped up uh, that they were, you know, looking to make a sequel to it. Yeah, I remember loving Knights of the Old Republic, partly because of the story. I'm not sure if I'd want that sort of game now. No, I was going to say I would not play that now. I wouldn't mind an old school going back to Rogue Squadron. I know there's that. There is a, a game out at the moment, isn't there, called like Squadrons or Star Wars Squadrons, which is about, you know, multiplayer that was shooting to be decent, in the sky. But I think you need a high end PC or something. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's not out on the game on consoles, but an, another game in the format of like you know, remember Rogue Squadron on the GameCube and stuff like that. I won't mind a game like that in the skies. Yeah. 
you know, with 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 you know the graphics nowadays, I think that would be really good. But any Star Wars game, I mean, you know, I'm back hooked after the Mandalorian, so I think I would be up for that. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what people do with the license. I mean, it's a it's a license that could be taken in. I, I suppose it could be taken in many different directions. Yeah. Well, as you say, Jedi Fallen Order was um, a good game, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Even we haven't played it, but nine out of ten. <laughs> It's like our, yeah. our always our caveats. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't played it, but we know we know we what know it's a lot like. About it. We know we know what it's like. So we 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 know we know. Um, did you see Jay that um, Twitch um, indefinitely has banned Donald Trump? Did you know that? Yeah, I don't know why. I, yeah. When was he ever on Twitch? I feel like it was just them just sticking their finger in the pie and going, yeah, you're not being on our platform. Right, right. Because like everyone was announcing about him it. being on Twitch. <laughs> I've never known him to stream anything. Um, I'm not even sure what he would stream. But yeah, so he is uh, officially banned from Twitch. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck if he's banned from Twitch. But um, Twitch wanted to tell no. him. It's like me and you saying he's banned from coming on this show. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he wouldn't yeah. really care. <laughs> I'd just uh, like to go on record now and say that he is banned from going on. He this is show. banned. He is banned. Um, and that's all the news I had for this week. Is there anything else that caught your eye, Jay? I just wanted an uh, open forum. Um, nothing that caught my eye. I, th- I did think one thing that was interesting. Yeah. You know, the whole like the, the next generation, there's this whole debate about whether you should choose like 4K resolution or a yeah. faster frame rate. Do oh, you, yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah, sort I remember. Of yeah. Because you get an option with a lot of the the games, right? Yeah, almost all the PS5 games now, you have an option to choose what's called performance mode, which is smoother, 60 frames per second, which on like PS4 and Xbox One was kind of like a luxury. But when you got it, it was amazing. So you get to choose that or you get to choose like uh, fidelity mode, they call it. And I thought I would prefer fidelity, but actually replaying some games on performance mode, I'm actually more for performance, uh, the silky smooth gameplay. Wait, fidelity is a lower frame rate, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's normally 30 frames per second, which, I mean, it's one of those things, if you switch from 60 to 30, you notice it straight away. It feels really chuggy. But if you get used to 30, you might not notice it as much. Right. For example, when we play Halo, I could imagine Halo again. Um, that's for 60 frames a second on the multiplayer. So yep. it's silky smooth. You know, there's no sort of judder. Yep. But 30 frames, it's not as smooth. But typically it allows them to, um, you know, up the fidelity of the visuals. So it might right. be higher resolution. Oh, it's, ni- it's nice they give you an option, right? It's nice they give you the option instead of just saying, this is how you play it. Yeah. You know, it's, ni- it's nice to have those two different options. You know, you can flick between the two as well. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. What I was going to say is that um, Insomniac, who make Spider-Man, uh, for example, yep. they released like a bonus mode called Performance Ray Tracing. Okay. And it sort of gives you the best of both worlds. They scale the resolution down slightly, but still give you ray tracing. And ray tracing is like the new hot shit, like everyone talking about it on next gen. And um, it was an interesting development because you're sort of wondering where this is going to go. All games going to give you the two different options? Well, it seems like a third one has just been sort of discovered as they're finding their feet on the new the new consoles. Yeah, well, I suppose as the generation progresses, there's going to be you know the, the developers are going to do more and more with this hardware. You know, because you look at like the start of the generation compared to the end, and it's always like night and day. So it's just going to be a gradual, it is yeah. gradual upping of the 
of the of the presence. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's all we have to say this week. And I don't have time to game anymore. That is. <laughs> that is. Um, <laughs> you know, as always, it's been great. I mean, I, I, I could drivel on more, but uh, no, I think, I think it's enough. We value your time too much, guys. Next show now, will Jay have. Are you still going to continue with your knocking out completing games? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've got a new lease of life, you, you know, with the PS5. I feel like I've been given a new leaf. Right, right. Like, like basically, yeah, like. We'll see how it goes like you were maybe maybe even died you know like when people die and then but then they're brought back to life and then you're like you want to do everything <laughs> you haven't done <laughs> yeah i've been cured of my stage four cancer <laughs> and, and, then, and then they think oh what's jay want to do jay wants to like you know climb kilimanjaro i'm gonna play spider-man i'm gonna play the witness <laughs> no one talked to me <laughs> All right, Jim, it's been a pleasure as always speaking to you. Where can listeners get in touch with us if they if choose to do so? If they so wish, if they so wish, if they, they so can wish. tweet us at IDHTTGA or if they're feeling particularly generous, they can write us a review on the iTunes store and say, five star, I loved listening to Jay's ramble about performance RT mode <laughs> and... <laughs> And, and tell, uh, tell me yeah. more tell me more about burner phones <laughs> yeah. where can i get a burner phone where can i get a burner yeah. phone okay um and that's so that's all from me pod dogs see you next time that's all from me woof woof pod dogs woof woof, woof. <laughs>